good morning and happy morning, Sabbath. Happy We're so Sabbath. glad to see you this morning. Yes, give God the praise because this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's stand as we usher in the Holy Spirit as we sing Sabbath rest. Come on now, we set our work aside. We set our work aside. Hallelujah, we leave our cares we behind. Leave our cares behind on this day of Sabbath rest. Oh yes, God, on this your holy day. On this your holy day. Oh God, we've come to give you praise. Sabbath, everybody. Morning, happy Sabbath, Sabbath everybody. Oh, uh, you don't sound happy to me. If you're happy and you know it, can you put your hands together and worship God on this beautiful Sabbath day? If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, say amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of an awesome and mighty and amazing God. He is truly an amazing God. Is he amazing? Amen. Is he awesome? Yes. Amen. I praise God for the Sabbath, a day that we can sit aside and reflect on his goodness and his yes. grace, yes. his Amen. mercy. Yes. We can reflect on all that he has done for us and all that he is doing for us. Amen. Did he wake you up this morning? Amen. Did he get you here safely this morning? Yes, amen. We praise and thanks God for a beautiful um, Sabbath. We want to just take this opportunity to just say welcome um, to you who are here in the physical space. We say welcome. Um, I just want to take this time to see if we have any, any first-time visitors in the house. If you're here for the very first time, if you can just, just give a hand wave, just let us know that 
that, 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 that you're here with us. Amen. Praise God for you. Amen. God is truly good. And we also want to welcome you who are viewing online. We praise God for you for taking time out, stopping by our channel to just spend this Sabbath with us. We do praise God for you. We know that we're in a virtual space now. We're, we're in virtual times, and we recognize that, that you could be anywhere else. Yes, Lord. Uh, but you have chosen to be with us this morning, and we yes. praise God for you out there um, viewing online. So we are just so glad and so honored and so excited. Do we have a message? Do we have, we have a card. Amen. We want to read this card for one of our graduates. Amen. Amen. Um, know that love, know that I love you. Amen. Mm. Is this for me? <laughs> oh, it's for the, <laughs> for the church. Oh, okay. It's for you, Know that I, <laughs> know what I love about you. Amen. Here we go. Brother Dariano. Um, love Dariano everything. He said, I love that you guys are a praying, supporting church family, and I want to thank you for what you did. May God bless all of you. Amen. Brother Dariano, we definitely love you. We've been, okay, we love you. And it's, amen. Well, we praise God for you. And it is so good to see you, and thank you. Amen. Thank you so much from our church family, from your church family. We thank you so much um, for this card. Again, we thank God for each and every one of you for being here today. Um, we do have a, a video that we want to share. So I'm going to ask if the praise team, um, I, you said it's about a minute or so. I don't know if you want to stand or it's about a minute. So if you can sit or stand, whatever. It's comfortable, but we'll cue the video at this time. Thank you so much. Our social and justice, our conscious and um, justice council will be meeting at the end of the year. So we just want you to mark your calendar for those dates. If you're interested in being a part of it, um, please see us afterwards um, and we'll make sure that you get that information. Also, real quick, I see our AY leader in the back. Amen. 
I'm going to call him up front real quick, real quick. Amen. Amen. Praise God. There's a special announcement that he wants to make for our youth and young adults. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. We're trying to get it going. Amen. amen. Hey, good morning, church. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, real quick, tomorrow we have an, um, a meeting at about 12 o'clock here on self-image for the youth. I refuse to be under my watch. Somebody's walking around not feeling good about themselves. Okay? So I want y'all here tomorrow, 12 o'clock, only about an hour, uh, parents. Back in, back in the state if you want to, okay? Amen. I'm bringing refreshments as well, but tomorrow, 12 o'clock, uh, topic is self-image, okay? So be there or be square. Amen. 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 Be there or be square. At this time, if you can just bow your heads with me for a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and God, we are so thankful and privileged and honored to be able to come before you on this beautiful Sabbath. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and all that you do to keep us in the midst of this crazy world. As we now enter into this worship time, we invite your presence. As we enter into our worship experience, we ask your Holy Spirit to be upon us. Um, Sanctify us through thy truth, O God, for thy word is truth. And again, we'll be ever so mindful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.
on my mind. I was waiting on us to bring that back. I'm going with Jesus. All the way. All the way. Not part of the way. Not half the way. Not some of the way. But all the way. Come what may. I'm going with Jesus. All the way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As we now gather our thoughts, as we enter into a time of prayer, it's good to know that we can go in prayer all the way. That we serve a God that went all the way for you and for me. And so as we gather our hearts, as we gather our thoughts, as we approach God's throne, we do want to remember those that are dealing with sickness, cancer, and tumors, health challenges, and still waiting on the report from the doctors, not knowing what's going on, but, but something in your body is saying that, that something isn't right. So we want to remember those that are having health challenges. We also want to remember all of our family and friends that, that we haven't seen in our space in a while. We pray that all is well with them. But of course, we would love to see them in the space. Amen. So we want to remember our members. Remember those that haven't touched base in a while. I know we have those that are dealing with financial issues. We have children that are away at college and children that are here locally going back to school. With, with all the stuff that's going on, we want to pray for our children. Ask God's covering over them. We want God to cover our church and cover our services. Amen. For those that choose to come close to the altar, we do welcome you. We ask if you can come close, feel free. And for those of you that choose to remain in your seats, we ask if, if you can reverently kneel as we approach God's throne. It's prayer time. In our 
us, oh God. We give you what we do. We give you permission to take our hearts and take our minds and have your way. You don't have to act, oh God. We give it over to you because you're worthy. You're so worthy, God. How you protect us from danger, sin, and unseen. Covering us, oh God, from head to toe. We bless you today, oh God. As we come, we ask you to forgive us of our many sins. Cleansing us from all unrighteousness. And allowing your Holy Spirit to move miraculously and mightily over our lives. Oh God, we need you today. We need you to do a great thing today, oh God. To show up and show out, oh God. Make your presence known today, oh God. Move around in the sanctuary, oh God. Go from pew to pew and from heart to heart, oh God. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. Oh, do what you do, Jesus. Create in all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. That wherever we go, God, whatever we do, your name will be truly glorified. Not I, but it is Christ that dwells on the inside. Oh, have your way, Jesus. The ruler of all things. The deliverer of all things. The one that is able to do all things but fail. Oh, have your way today, God. We give you permission today, oh God. Throw your weight around. Show up in this space. Father, we pray for those that are viewing online. That you will cover them in their space as well. See, the thing about the power of prayer is not just limited to a building. But even through this microphone, even through the airwaves, oh God, uh, you're able to move right now. So touch somebody that is sitting on their couch. Touch somebody that is sitting in their living room. Touch somebody, oh God, uh, that is viewing online. Let them know that power of prayer, power of prayer, prayer changes things. Prayer can make the crooked road straight. So do what you do, God. Do it now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we'll be ever so mindful. Oh, yes, we will. We'll be ever so mindful to give you all the praise. It's like talking to a friend. Oh, God, you're so good to us. There are those, oh, God, that are dealing with health challenges in this place. Somebody's body is wrecking right now. Somebody's dealing with cancer right now. We rebuke cancer in the name of Jesus. We blast it out of this place right now. We blast it out of this place right now. In the name of Jesus. Somebody thought they was coming to just a church service. But Father, this is a time for you to show up. Let your anointing flow. Let your power flow, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, somebody's having financial issues. Let them know, oh God, that you have all the finances. That you want a cattle on a thousand hills. Do what you do, God, in the name of Jesus. We will know that you have it, oh God. Oh, Father, we thank you today. We bless you today, oh God. We pray for our young folk. We pray for our youth today, oh God. They're living in a very difficult space. It's not like back when we were young. It's not like back when we were growing up, God. There is so much that they're up against. So much that they're dealing with, God. We pray your covering over them. Every child under the sound of my voice, I plead the blood right now, right now, the blood of Jesus. The blood 
blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Everybody under the sound of my voice, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus that covers and washes us white as snow. Oh, Father, we thank you today. We thank you for this space today. We thank you for the service today. Oh, Father, do what you do today. That when we leave here, that we will know that we have stepped into something that we can't wash off. Oh, God, we bless you today. We honor you today. And we give you all praise, honor, and glory. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. And we bless you now for what you're about to do. Glory be to God in the name of Jesus. And it's in your precious son's name that we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name that we pray. Let everybody say amen. 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 Amen and amen again. cleaning today a little bit of house cleaning uh, a couple of announcements we have our 12 steps to success tomorrow evening at 5 p.m. Uh, for those of you who have the link it's the same link we always use and if you need the link contact come and talk to me I'll be right at, over there at the end on the uh, left side I guess the left side of the church okay and then there's a new program starting it's called testimonies in the church did you guys know that top has a television station. How many of you knew that we have a television station? Yeah, I hear people saying, well, yes, it's the best kept secret. So we want to start airing like uh, Karen doesn't know it. Karen and Andre hooked us up. We're on everything. We're on everything. Somebody give them a hand. Thank you. Thank you, George. It's We're on. Thank you very much. So we have a Roku station. We've had it for years, since before the pandemic. But we have no programming. So we're asking all of our budding writers, young people, older people, anybody who want to produce something, we have it for you. But it has to have standards. It has to come under the guidance of our doctrines of the church. Other than that, you're free to write on. Uh, also... I want to say to everybody, we have our um, Never Alone Suicide Prevention Conference coming up. If you know someone who is uh, suicidal, you, especially young people, we encourage you to come because we want everybody to learn how to prevent suicide. That's what we want to do. We want to prevent suicide and also how to work with individuals who are suicidal. and. If you have suffered someone who have uh, passed from suicidal, we'll have a um, speaker there who is a grief specialist, and she'll be there to give you tips and help you to understand uh, suicide a little bit better. I want to talk about uh, something that happened a couple of weeks ago. I think some of you may have known about this, but I was uh, strolling, you know, like good stewards do, on the Internet, and I ran across this... Um, video and it was of a car accident so I looked at this video 
And as I'm looking, everything is peaceful, calm. And then out of nowhere comes this truck, this uh, car at 100 miles per hour down the street. The light was red. She went through the light and hit a, a car that hit several cars, of course. And she killed, I think, six people. Uh, one was, how many? Six? Yeah. And then, of course, other people were hurt and injured. She came within just uh, feet of hitting a uh, um, gas station, a gas pump. Stopped right there in front of that. But she killed a young lady, her fiancé, boyfriend, her child, and the woman was pregnant. A whole family was wiped out. So y'all see why God needs our good stewards, right? Y'all see why we need, oh, let me, I got to say this. This woman was angry with her boyfriend, got drunk, got in the car behind the wheel in the middle of the day. This wasn't at 3 o'clock in the morning. In the middle of the day. So you see why we are needed. There's someone right around us who suffered tragedy this week. Husband died by violence. Child got super sick in the hospital still. They need to hear us. They need to hear our voice. So when I say what you say this time today, we want our voices to be radiated with the Spirit of God going out, letting everybody in this community know about God. So you ready? God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. He is so worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. Don't you know that could have been you on that street? That could have been me on that street. That could have been my daughter and all her kids on that street. They're always on the highway. Yes, yes. Don't you know that we need to wake up in the morning and say, you are so good yes. to yes. me. Yes. Amen. So today I want to talk about friendships. I get this question a lot in my, in my business, people concerned about friends. So I put friends in three categories. Old dogs, road dogs, <laughs> And new puppies. Old dogs, roll dogs, and new puppies. The new puppy is in for a party. You can go, you know, you can travel with this person. You can go to the bar with this person. You might even be able to come to church with this person. But what you can't do is share a problem. Because this person is not down for the problems. They are not in for anything heavy. They just want to have a good time. Now, this person in church, they good as long as we praise the Lord. Really good. But don't let the sermon come around to them. Don't you get up here and talk about doing some work for the Lord. Because now we're going into some deep territory. They're not for that. And then you have your old dogs. These are people who they go through as long as you're going their way doing what they need you to do, they are so good. They are all right. The world is full of old dogs. Don't you ask them to step out the pathway. Let's just say these people in church. They kind of like, well, we don't want, you know, somebody say, we don't want blue chairs. I think we want yellow and red and orange shirt. No, no, I don't want red. We can't have. It's against the Bible. You know, Old dogs, as long as you're going in their direction, they're good. They're real good. 
as long as you can hear their problems, they're really good. But if you have a problem, that's not the person. If there are some hard stuff, an old dog ain't down for your stuff. Then you have your road dog. Now your road dog is with you. They're going to go to the party with you, and they're going to come home with you. When you're feeling down and out, they're going to be down and out with you. Amen. They are going to stick with you thick and thin. That's your road dog. There are some people in church that's going to stick with the church thick and thin. That's a road dog. They're the person that you can talk about tithes and offering, and they may praise the Lord with you. You can talk about problems in the church. They're not going to fall away. Now I have a question. I tell people, get you a sheet of paper. Write three columns. Road dog, old dog, and new puppy. And you take the names of your friends from under the description I just got. Put them in each category. See, what we do sometimes, we try to make a road dog out of a new puppy. You can't do it. It's not going to work. You're going to be stressed out. You can't make an old dog. Old dogs, you know, that's hard because they look like a road dog until you test them. When you need them, really need them, they just don't have time. You put each person under the column, and you do not expect road dog behavior from an old dog. You don't do it. It's called anxiety, frustration, aggravation. Now I have a question for you all. This is hard. I only want to look at you when I ask. When it comes to God, what are you? What are you? Am I a new puppy? Am I an old dog? The church got to stay the same as I can't be here. Or am I a road dog? No matter what the church goes through. I'm sorry. Let me take it off there. Not the church. Whatever I have to go through, I am going to be with Christ. Mm -hmm. If I lose my job and I'm getting unemployment, I'm returning tithe and offering. I'm not going to step back. I absolutely refuse to give up territory to Satan. I'm not going to do it. Each of us, I said this earlier. I'm standing now at the end. By by December, everybody needs to have new goals. Mm To be better in your time using it, your temple, building it up, your body, building it up, your talents, developing talents, and your treasure. I don't want anybody to say I'm too old. I read about an 81-year-old man who wrote a book, an 81-year-old lady who started a restaurant. We're not too old. If you can't do it for yourself, do it because God told you to do it. Just take the steps one step at a time, and God will get you where you need to go. Remember this week, am I an old dog, a road dog, a new puppy? And if I'm a new puppy, ask God to change my heart. You guys make this a great day. Enjoy the Sabbath. Amen. I'm so sorry. So, uh, thank you, Paul. Will the deacons come far? <laughs> Will the deacons come far? Because I want everybody to have the opportunity to be a road dog, right? Amen.
I want you to have that opportunity. Let's bow our heads. Most honorable Father, in the, in the name of Jesus, we may have walked this week as new puppies. We may have walked as old dogs, Lord, but next week, Lord, we ask that you will help us to become road dogs. We submit our lives to you. We sacrifice our lives to you. And in doing that, Lord, we support this movement with our tithe and offering. We ask that you will bless whatever we give, whatever sacrifice has been made, and turn this from a secular use into a holy use. God is with us all the time, and we thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, remember you can give by cash shop, dollar sign, top giving. If you haven't, um, if you haven't brought your money today, you can do it all week. And then another thing, you can you can submit at topsda.church.org. You guys make this a great day.
can we put our hands together again? Thank you so much. Lord, I praise you. Lord, we worship you. He's good like that. He's good like that. Some of y'all looking at us like, what are they doing? What are they on? Well, it's not drugs. We don't do drugs. But we do do the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost falls, praise God. Praise God. Lord, we praise you, we magnify you, and we give you glory. Thank you so much, praise team, for ushering us into the presence of the living God. We needed that. I needed that. I needed that. You know, when you go through different trials and tribulations, and when it seems like stuff just seemed to pile up and pile up and Although you see God's blessing and his favor over your life and, and you can look through all the stuff and still see the hand of God moving. Um, that doesn't take away the human side that, that when you hit me hard enough, it's going to hurt. Or if you poke me with something sharp, it's gonna, I'm going to feel it. And, and, and so even though I see God in my life and and I see God over my family, and, I, and, and, and there was no doubt in my mind um, that I am where I'm supposed to be in the kingdom of God. It doesn't change the fact that it gets rough sometimes. And sometimes you just feel like, I know in our family, we, we have a thing that when, that when it gets rough or when you get frustrated, uh, um, we, we do... Anybody out there? Any, anybody? <laughs> you want to see it again? <laughs> Sometimes it gets it. <laughs> Sometimes it gets rough. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I know God is still in control. That God is still on the throne. And if he got to bite down on the pillow or bite down on your thumb or just stay in the will of God. Don't give up on God. Sometimes you want to go back. To the old way of doing things. Some of us go back to the bottle. Some go back to the drugs. Some go back to the women. Some go back to the foolishness. No, no, no. Don't go back. Don't go back. Trust God. Some of us go back to old relationships. Don't go back. Yes, it gets rough. Nobody told me that it was going to be easy. But I don't believe 
that he brought us this far to lead me. It's not always easy. I would love for it to be always easy. But the truth of the matter is it gets rough. It gets hard. But the message today, I pray that it will help us to understand that that God still loves us even when it gets hard. And an occurring theme from the last minute, I didn't realize this until after I, I, I finished and the Lord began to show me some things that this is, did I preach this last week? Well, I said, there is something I need the people to get. I need my people to get. There was a, an, a, a, a reoccurring theme in this message from the last message that it blew me. It, I, I didn't know until to the, to the last period. That I realize what God is trying to tell us today. And I pray that as we spend this time together that you will leave here with, with a clear understanding of what God is trying to show us in the midst of all that we go through. There is a reason why God allows stuff to happen. There's a reason. It's not just for his amusement. It's not just so folk can laugh at you or so folk can look at you crazy and no, no, no. There is a reason why God allows stuff to show up and there's a reason why God hasn't answered the prayer yet. There's a reason. There's a reason. Sometimes we want to throw in the towel and we want to we want to feel like, you know, God doesn't hear me or maybe it's that last sin that I've committed. Maybe, maybe if I was more faithful elder with my tithe and offering, then God will answer. God said you could be just as faithful as you want to be with your tithe and offering. But what I'm trying to show you, I still need you to be faithful. I still need you to continue doing the will, but I need you to see something. I need you to understand something. And so as we get into our message, it's my prayer. Um, if not, I believe God will bring us back here again. If we don't get it this time, God said, that's all right. I got another way I can talk to him. So if you have your Bibles with, if you can turn with me to the book of Habakkuk. This is an Old Testament uh, a prophecy, prophetic book, if you will. Um, Habakkuk uh, chapter 3. We want to read just three verses when you have it. Um, Hobeka chapter 3 we want to start with verse 17 verse 17 when you have it please stand with me in honor of the word of God Hobeka chapter 3 and we want to start with verse 17 and we'll read all the way down to verse 19 we'll read this responsively I'll read the first verse you read the second and we'll read the third one together Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. All together, for the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high hills. Today, I want us to just talk. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
to the chief musician with my stringed instruments. Amen. Today I want us to talk on the topic, praise him in advance. Praise him in advance. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we are so thankful, so privileged, and so honored to be able to come before you this morning. As we have read your word, we pray now that you will speak to us through thy word, for we know that thy word is, tr- is truth. Um, into your hands I commit my spirit. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen again. You may be seated. You may be seated. Praise him in advance. In the book um, Habakkuk chapter 3, Habakkuk's prayer for promise to this prophecy. As we read, as we see here in Habakkuk, this book of prophecy turned prayer, now turns into praise. Like Job, Habakkuk does not actually get an answer uh, to his question. God doesn't feel the need to explain himself. Uh, A a, a God does not feel the need to to explain himself or or, or, or his choices um, to his people. God doesn't feel the need to to lay the canvas out to explain um, to his people the reason why um, he do what he do. God, instead, he reveals his power and his presence at work in the world. And like Job, Habakkuk is humbled by the sight of God's powerful presence, choosing to be satisfied without any answers from God. Uh, 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 Though his question was powerfully as if it was swept away. And so what does Habakkuk see that makes him stand silent and in awe before God? What does Habakkuk now pray for others to see and to hear so that that they too may be able to believe and understand and trust the living God? Uh, How does Habakkuk go from wanting God uh, to explain himself to now being okay? In verse 2, it tells us that in wrath, may you remember mercy. So wrapped in this picture for us by Habakkuk is the story of a heroic savior, Jesus, a God at work for the Israelites since the exodus. God showed his power at Sinai by controlling the sky with thundering clouds and flashing lights. Uh, And and the Lord also, uh, uh, in in the book of Exodus, uh, uh, sent out a plague and pestilence into the land of Egypt when Pharaoh refused to let God's people go. And even in Joshua, God is still doing miraculous things and showing the children of Israel time and time and time again. When the walls of Jericho came crumbling down, here it is. God is showing himself to the people. 
The next section here in the book of Habakkuk, as we see this prophetic prayer now turning into praise, we see Habakkuk's prayer of all is a recounting of the battle he sees God carrying out in the world. So it's not just about Habakkuk. Follow me now. What Habakkuk is experiencing and what Habakkuk is witnessing and what Habakkuk is seeing, he's realizing that it's not about him. That God is carrying out a bigger plan. That there is a larger picture. That there is something greater at work. Just like we see uh, uh, at the Red Sea uh, uh, and and the Jordan River. uh, uh, Where God now used the waters as a weapon. Now he parts waters for the children to go over on the other side. Joshua and the Israelites meet these five nations uh, 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 here uh, 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 near Jerusalem. Uh, uh, God is showing that he is stronger than any nation, that he has control over the battlefield, that the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And seeing the battle landscape, hearing the Lord's warning to preserve his holiness, uh, having been reminded of God's ultimate power and transcendent. Uh, God now shows Habakkuk he's rocked in the core by seeing God move in this miraculous way. Why is it God? Why is it that, 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 that all of this stuff is unfolding and the only thing to do when meeting God so vividly is to wait quietly for God to do as God has promised that he would do. And oftentimes, family of God, it's very difficult and very challenging for us to wait for God to do what God said that he was going to do. Now, here it is. The reason is, is because we don't know what God is going to do. Remember my wife and I earlier in our marriage, I had an issue with God. I had a problem with God because I felt like, God, I know you can, but will you? I know you have power to do it, but God, will you do it for me? I hear testimonies after testimonies. I hear promises after promises and scriptures after scriptures. But God, will you do it for me? So having seen this, the future as God has seized it, Habakkuk now offers up his trust despite what his, his, his current circumstances uh, are seeing. Uh, after he praises God along with all the earth by keeping silent, Habakkuk outlines his faith in God in verses 17 through 19. Habakkuk is now seen uh, that all of this, God, you've shown me all of this. You allowed me to witness all of this. And now in his silence, uh, Habakkuk is now able to make sense of it all. So what is it that Habakkuk sees that he wants us to take away from this as well? Though everything that provides health and well-being on this earth may waste away or even be destroyed, but yet he will rejoice in the future victory of God. This stuff will pass, and although I may have to go through it, it doesn't matter because it's the victory in God that matters. 
It's God's glory that matters. And while God understands the agony and while God understands the struggle and while God understands the loneliness, at the end of the day, God said, I need you to realize that I'm bigger than the loneliness. And sometimes, family of God, we allow the loneliness and we allow the bitterness and we allow the lack thereof to take the place of God because we're more concerned and we spend more time praying about our issues and about our troubles and about our woes versus giving God the praise that is due unto him versus giving God the glory that is due unto him and we spend an awful lot of time crying and complaining and going in about issues after issues and about problems after problems and God is saying when when are you going to stop and realize and recognize that I'm the I'm bigger than your issues and I'm greater than your problems we spend 30 minutes crying about what we have or what we don't have and God is saying when are you going to recognize that I am the one uh, that have everything. When uh, are you going to give me praise? Because I'm a, I have you in that situation, not to, not to mess your world up, but just so you can see me. So here it is, here it is, Habakkuk started out by questioning God's plan to use people who seem to be the antithesis of who God is to the human sensibility. This does not seem right, this does not fare well, this is not going well, but let alone fear or just, but yet God responds to Habakkuk isn't to explain but to let Habakkuk See things of God himself seen him. That is the Lord's orientation and intent for the people is to be saved as and not charged. The Lord is still mighty to save. So here it is who God is is more important than what we go through. Who God is is more important than why he does things as he do them. Who God is speaks volume. We speak, he speaks volume. What he does is greater than what he allows to show up on your doorstep. And while I rejoice in the fact that nothing can happen to me um, unless God gives it the okay, um, nothing can show up in my life um, unless God gives it the approval. I know I need somebody to understand uh, that the, the that the shout is not that it has to get permission. The shout is not that my troubles uh, have to get permission. Uh, the shout is not that the struggle um, has to get access. Uh, the shout is that God is greater than any issue. So 
to expect this, the mind must be raised to a higher state of critical thinking, experiencing peace that passes all understanding. I get it. I realize. I recognize. I know it. I feel it. I've been through it. Listen, got the t-shirt. I realize and I understand it, but we have to realize and recognize that we got to change our thinking and not get so caught up in our current situation. Because it's easy to look at the troubles and let that overwhelm us. It's easy because when you're looking at your checking account and you're looking at my checking account and you're looking at their checking account and it seems like everybody got more than you. I know it. I get it. I'm talking to the wrong crowd. My fat. Let me take that out. Let me take that out. That's the wrong, wrong sermon. Because see, what I have in my account and what you think I have in my account and what's really in my account are two different things. And God is saying, I need you to understand. I need you to realize and recognize that as you go through it, don't get caught up in the issues, but recognize the one that is over the issues. So Rebecca showed the proper response of a man under the sovereign power of God. He recognized his own weakness and, 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 and low standing before his God, the God of majesty, the God of all power. In verse 17 through 19, Rebecca now recognizes and he now realizes. And although this is a song, uh, uh, this is really a song uh, that Rebecca is singing. This is a hymn of faith, uh, a song that is being sung, uh, Rebecca now recognizes that there is something greater. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, I'm allowing my attention to be drawn away uh, and focusing on the wrong thing um, when I really need to be focusing on God, uh, the mighty one, uh, the savior of the world, uh, the creator of all things. See, when I get excited at the fact that God always was and and there never was a time when he wasn't, uh, when I recognize that he is the beginning and the end, uh, the first and the last. He is the alpha and the omega. Everything else don't matter. When I recognize and get caught up in the fact uh, that God is the one uh, that is in control uh, of all things, uh, I realize now uh, that trouble, uh, it don't last always. Uh, So come on trouble. Uh, I've come to the point uh, where I've learned uh, how to trouble my troubles. Uh, I tell my troubles uh, how to get somewhere. Why? Because I recognize uh, that greater is he that is in me uh, than he that is in the world. Uh, Why? Because all power, it belongs to him. uh, The one that spoke and the one that will speak uh, and the one that is in control uh, of the speaking. uh, I worry not anymore. I worry not anymore. Because I've come to the point now uh, where I've learned uh, to trust him when I can't trace him uh, and to believe in him when believing is impossible uh, and to learn how to hold on uh, even if I got to holler because I recognize uh, that Jesus is. uh, He is the Alpha and the Omega. Jesus is. uh, Jesus is uh, the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords. Jesus is. Jesus is uh, the Prince of Peace, uh, the one that was always will be so now I'm able to come to Habakkuk 
chapter 3, verse 17. And now I'm able to praise him in advance. Because yet while I'm in my struggle, I realize that it's not all over until God says it's over. So whatever you're going through, family, whatever you're experiencing, family, learn how to praise him in advance. You see, you see, and what was almost a vision, Habakkuk saw the Judaism uh, uh, countryside uh, desolate, perhaps from the invading Babylonians. So Habakkuk was seeing some things. He saw some things uh, and he began to understand uh, that when I look back over my life, um, when I go back to Exodus uh, with the children at the Red Sea, uh, when I think about my forefathers and how we sat around a campfire and how they began to speak about God, uh, and how Moses rolled up the Mount Sinai when I began to let my mind go back uh, to cradle roll and Sabbath school uh, when I let my mind go back Rebecca, uh, and I remember when God paid my bills uh, last three months uh, when I didn't have a dime uh, I didn't have two nickels to rub together uh, I realize now uh, that God showed up then uh, and he'll show up again uh, he showed up then uh, and he'll show up again uh, that's why I can praise him up uh, in the midst of it all. So Rebecca says, though the fig trees may, may, may not blossom, nor the fruit be on the vines, yet I will praise him. Though it looks like a drought and it seems like things are going crazy, yet I will praise him. In spite of what the doctor said, in spite of what my neighbor said, in spite of what's going on on Facebook and Instagram and all of these, in spite of that, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust him in the midst of it all. Because Habakkuk understood now that I can rejoice. I really can rejoice. I really can rejoice. I, I really can smile with this negative news. I really can smile with all of this bad stuff. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it gets difficult. But the reality is God is saying, I don't want you to allow the pain to consume you. I want you to allow my presence in your life to consume you. Even Jesus wept. Even Jesus shed a tear. Even Jesus went to the father before that dreadful night and says, Father, if there is any other way, if there was any other way, I mean any other way. Did I say any other way? I mean any other way. But you can let this cup pass. This is not something that I'm really excited about doing. I really don't want to do this. I really not. I really, if, if, if there's any other way, you can take it away from me. I get you, Peter. I get you. I get you, Saul. I get you, Paul. I get you. I, I, I get you, Matthew. I get you, Tabernacle of Praise. We all want the hurt to go away. We all want the pain to the end. It's like a never ending cycle of pain and tragedy and your family. You've been praying. You did this. You've done that. You The natural way. You've done it God's way. You've even tried it your way and, and even in all these different ways and none of it seemed to work. So what do you do when you've tried God and you still find yourself in the midst? 
What do you do when you call on him and it seems as if he's turned a deaf ear? What, what do you do, family of God, when you seem like you've done everything? You've stayed up and you've studied. You've fasted for even 40 days and 40 nights. You've done all of the things. You try to be holy. You've cut the friends off. You've cut the individual. You've, you've changed some things. You've rearranged some things. And you've done all of that, but yet it seems as if stuff, stuff still just show up. What do you do when it seems as if everything you've tried to do just don't seem to work out for you? Oh, I got an answer for you. Do you want the answer? Oh, I got an answer for you. I can't hear you out there. I said, do you want the answer? Oh, oh you don't want the answer, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Do you want the answer? Oh, what do you do when it seems like trouble don't last? I mean, when it seems as if trouble continues to last for a lifetime, what do you do? Do you want the answer? I asked you. Oh, you don't want the answer. Oh, oh, do you want the answer? Oh, I should give you the answer, even if you don't want the answer. But I'm going to give you the answer because I'm just that type of guy. What do you do when you seem as if all that stuff then just wallowed you up? This is what you do. You trust him anyhow. You praise him anyhow. You shout anyhow. Oh, I feel my help right there. Oh, you go on. Even when it seemed like uh, everybody else has stood still, you continue to go. You continue to move. You continue to pray. You continue to hold on to his unchanging hand. That's what you do. You don't stop. You don't give up. But you keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And when it seems as if you've come to a fork in a road and you don't know which way to go, let me explain something to you, family of God. You see, when you are anointed, when God has favor over your life, let me help you out. Because sometimes we'll stand at the fork in the road and we'll allow that fork to be our demise. Because we'll stand there uh, contemplating what's the best way to go. Let me help you out, people of God. See, when you are under the uh, power of the Holy Ghost, when you are under the authority of God when God has given you power to wherever you go wherever your feet makes tread I'm going to bless it it don't matter which way you go you just go You just go. You look at the fork in the road contemplating figure you losing your mind because you got just go. It don't matter which way you go because God said, I'm with you wherever you go. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy shows up every morning. Just go down the road. My anointing is with you, not the road, not the path. You go whichever way you want to go. And I'm going to follow you. That's if. You wanted the power of the Holy Ghost. Because some of us, we go down paths and we know we don't need to go down. God is telling you that fort, go left, don't go right. Some of us, we find ourselves in a situation where God is saying, don't go down there. But then there are some of us where God is saying, it doesn't matter. Now, it's not my place to decide who that person is. It's my responsibility to tell you as a pastor, as a leader, as a preacher, that God said, I'm going with you wherever you go. Long as you're going in the path of my righteousness. 
Because sometimes God do things just so you can trust him. And that's trust. Going down a, a dark road. I'm going to end with this. I met a young man yesterday. I was talking to Elder Harris about it yesterday and told my wife about it. I was getting tickled because I found myself going down a road with a young man that I just met. And the young man, it appeared to me that he had some mental issues. But yet I failed in press to give him a ride. He was at the food bank, and I'm helping him out, and I'm just being a servant. And he had all these boxes, and he was standing there bewildered. One minute he's with me, and the next minute I don't know where he went. He was just standing there, and he had a look on his face like I don't know where he went. And I'm wondering, should I, should I, should I? The Lord said, I asked to tell the young brother that you would help him get his stuff home. And I'm like, Lord, he blanked out. I don't know where he went. The Lord said, he's standing right in front of you. I said, I see him, but I don't see him. And so I told the young man, I said, I got you. I'll help you take your stuff home. And then he came back around and we started talking again. And, and then the brother said, you look tall. He said, man, you're a tall young guy. And we talked about basketball and I told him I'd play a little bit. And he said, what size shoes you wear? I said, oh, Lord, he better take my shoes. Lord, help me, Lord. I'm standing there. My mind is going. I'm thinking I'm about to be, is this it, Lord? Is this it? Do I need to call my wife and let her know? Is this is it? But the Lord said, just engage with the young man. And he left again. We're standing right there. And you can see it in his eyes that, 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 that he left. That was as if nothing was there. And I'm wondering, Lord, is this what you want me to do? And so I take the young man home. I get in the car and we're riding down the street. And the brother says, man, this is a nice car. And I know when you're riding, you know, when we were riding, you said my car was nice. I wouldn't think twice, but it was just something about how he said this is a nice car. I said, oh, Lord, you better take my car. <laughs> my mind was gone. God is trying to use me to be a blessing and to be a witness. And I can't hardly think about being a witness because I'm wondering when is it going to happen? So I get the young man home and, and he, I, I, I get out of the real rough neighborhood, real bad neighborhood. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. I see the young lady walking down the street and she was, I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm here now, Lord. I'm here now. If this is what you told me to do, I believe I'll make it out of this okay. So he says, he gets out the car and he comes around and, and he says, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to get my friend to help me. I said, oh, Lord, they're about to come and get me. <laughs> Can I help somebody in here? Now, I've dealt with these type of situations many a times. I've been in some situations that were so deep that it will mess you up. But yet here it is on yesterday. I'm struggling with being a witness, fearful of something happening to me. And all God wants to do is use me to be a blessing to this young man. And this young man probably ain't thought twice about half the stuff that I'm thinking about. So the young man goes upstairs and 
gets his young friend and they come downstairs and I'm standing by the I'm I'm standing at the edge of my trunk with the with the with the trunk up with his stuff in there and I'm 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 looking around saying which yard I may have to duck through. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And so the young man comes down to get the stuff out. And, 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 and mind you, the young man, after he asked about the car and said this was a nice car, and, 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 and he left again. Just left. From that moment until he said, I'm going to go upstairs and get my friend and come down so we can get this. He was gone. He made at least three trips upstairs taking boxes and not one time did he see me did he engage and I'm talking I'm like I'm like okay then so 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 is everything you know I'm talking and, and he grabbed the box and he gone back upstairs again and so when he grabbed the last box I, I said all right then man you know and, and he, he started walking off he got about three or four feet away from me he hadn't said a word and so when I finally said, well, maybe, maybe we, can, we can connect on the basketball court again, and he turned around, he said, oh, that's where you at. So we going there. I said, oh, okay, yeah, man, well, you have a good one. And I said, Lord, I pray I see that young man again. I pray I see that young man again. Because now we, I have something. You see, like I said before, I trust God. I believe the power of God is on me. And I believe that God would not have allowed me to enter into that space with that young man if God didn't want me to. See, I move according to the power and the authority of God. And there are times when God will lead me in a situation that is far above my mind and my thinking. But God is saying, I need you to trust me. So while I may not have health challenges right now, praise God. There are spaces that I have to experience as a pastor that God is leading me down paths and dark roads and encountering individuals and even young ladies. And I'm like, Lord, I don't want this. Having conversations that I have to go home and talk to my wife about. It. And, and, and my wife is like, well, honey, you the pastor. If they don't talk to you, who are they going to talk to? It's a different level of spiritual warfare. And I have to stay prayed up, prayed up at all times because you have to understand I have a past too. I have a past. And Lord, I'm not trying to get caught up in no stuff. I said I was going to end, but I'm going to end with this right here. And I'm closing my tablet, and I want to say this because I want to help somebody. Now, you all know I have a past. Notice P-A-S-T. <laughs> back there, way back there. And I remember when I was homeless on the streets of San Diego, California. Everything that I owned was in a shopping cart. I never stood on the corner with a can asking for change. I had a little too much pride for that. 
But everything that I owned was in a shopping cart, pushing it down the streets of San Diego, California. I end up staying in this, in this rescue mission for drug addicts and homeless men. Now, I wasn't on drugs. By that time, I had kicked the drug habit, praise God. I was, had been about three years clean from cocaine, and um, I was just a couple of years clean from, about a year clean from just smoking weed. Can I be transparent in here? Because I want to help somebody. And I remember as I entered into this program and I had to attend a class. They had everyone that's coming in to attend this drug addiction class. And so as I sat in this room with about 15 or 20 other young men and the lights were dim, they had us looking at, back then we had the VHS. Come on, somebody. And as the video began to play, it was a, came on with a blurry background and you couldn't make out what it was. But as the camera began to focus in, you can see smoke in the atmosphere and people in the background dancing and you can hear the music playing. And I'm sitting there and I'm being drawn in and, I, and, and, and I'm wondering, what, what, what is this movie about? And as the movie began to come a little clear and began to become focused, I see now the cameraman is focusing in on a table with some white stuff on it. And then I see somebody take a razor blade and they began to chop it up. And all of a sudden, three years of, of, um, of, of, of um, cleanliness, three years of being cocaine free, three years of cocaine began to come up in my throat. I began to taste cocaine. I began to, every time I would, I could smell it, I can taste it, I can feel it. And I jumped up out the room and I ran out. Young man outside the door said, where you going? You got to watch the movie. I said, I can't watch that movie. I said, I've been three years clean. I said, this movie is stirring up something in me. I can't watch it. So he said, okay, then you go in into the game room and just hang out there until, what am I saying? Sometimes you can be clean. You can be out of the stuff. You can be away from the stuff, but that doesn't mean that the enemy is not going to tempt you with the stuff. And you at that point have to make a decision. Are you going to follow back into that stuff or are you going to run away? I chose to run. I chose to run. Now, has it been smooth sailing? It's better now than it has than, than, than it was back then. I don't taste it. I don't have any desires. Now it's just a powerful testimony. But it was real. It was real. When I got back home from San Diego, my family knew I was coming back home and I was met at the bus station with a pound of weed. Again, what are you going to do? I chose to run. I don't do that anymore. Stuff still showed up. 
even years after. But you still choose to run. You still choose to trust him. Because the enemy can care less. So I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him right now. I don't know what's going on tomorrow, but I'm going to praise him for whatever it is. So whatever it is, God, I'm going to praise you right now. Because whatever it is, you're bigger than that. Father God, we thank you. For what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. We give you praise. There may be somebody here that need to make a decision. Yeah. You need to make a decision. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You know who you are. And I just want you to know that it is okay. It is okay for you to meet me down front. And let's see how we can make this thing right. Because see, what I failed to leave out of those different testimonies was that there was always somebody there to encourage me along the way. It wasn't necessarily a friend or an individual, but it was always the Holy Ghost. He was always there. If you're that person that needs to make that life-changing move, if you're that person that needs to make your calling and election sure, you know who you are. I want to just ask if you would meet me down front. I want to pray with you and I want to give you some instructions. I ask the praise team to come on up. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? God is able to do all things but fail. Is there one? Amen. 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 Is there another? Is there another? God is able. We praise God for you, my sister. Amen. Amen. Your family. Is there another? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We give you praise, honor, and glory. For you truly are an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. Do what you do, God. We pray for my dear sister here, oh God, that you will touch her, you know, her needs, her concerns. We ask now, even now, oh God, that you would just step in her situation. And that you would make the crooked road straight. Forgive us all of our sins. Thank you for the message. Thank you for speaking to us and encouraging our hearts to focus on you and not the situation. Praising you, the one that's able to do all things. And again, God, we'll be ever so mindful to give you all praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.
if you can have my sister sit right here for, for a minute. We have another card I do want to read. Amen. This, this is This is a, a, um, a special gift to um, a, young, a young, young individual. Amen. I'm going to ask um, Brother Nigel if you can stand for me. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this. You come on up, man. You come on up. Okay. I was just told that it was a a funny card, and so I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some up. <laughs> I'm one of those impromptu pastors. God is good, <laughs> and all the time. Nigel, we we thank make it up. We thank God for you. We want to celebrate you um, for completing um, another milestone. Amen. Amen. Um, we know that God is going to do some great things for you and with you. So we want to celebrate you and bless you and gift you with this, this card. I'm not going to read it if it's okay. Yes, Lord. Here, I'm going to pass that up. I read two words. Was that you? Blame her. God bless you, Doc. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give the pastor another hand praise for that beautiful message. Praise him in advance. Every Sabbath, we should make a decision to follow God. And we thank God for Keon and this young lady, amen, that decided to follow God. Amen. Never give up. Amen. God is our refuge and our strength. Amen. Because the devil don't want to let you go. We got to keep running for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's stand for our benediction. Father God, we're so grateful, Lord, and thankful for this message that we heard, Lord. We want to praise you at all times. Lord, we just want to be in the refuge of your, of your strength, Lord Jesus. Protect us from the enemy, Lord. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace both now and forevermore. Let the church say... Amen and amen. Praises to our King, for He's the King of Kings. We sing the praises. 